All right, and welcome back to the show. We are on episode 32 of the HPR show. I'm joined with Jake and Kate again. And hello, hello. It has been a day. Actually, I want to start. <laughs> I want to start you guys off with a nice little shower thought. Uh, you ever thought about that overweight people technically have more skin and therefore should be skinnier? I hate. I hate everything <laughs> you just said. I was look. I was laughing before when he brought it up because you're like, you want a shower thought when you previously came and you're like, I stink. I already showered and I want to shower again. So I thought you were gonna do something more nice than that. And you went straight into something that I wish you hadn't said. Here's my thing. I came in and not the best news because I had to do some extra work today because, as we talk about, not everyone does their job. And then I like finished it. I was like, okay, I had my grapes. I'm gonna be in a better mood. Life's gonna be great. And then he does this. And now I'm like, why bother? Why? To extrapolate on uh, what Jake is talking about, I just finished putting a grill, a new grill in at my uh, condo community, and uh, I've just been su- just sweating in the sun, and I am just disgusting right now, because time was something I ran out of. And by that I mean, instead of spending my 30 minutes getting ready, I spent my 30 minutes watching a little bit more of Young Justice Season 3, which I'm on my first pass of. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nice balmy 87 degrees outside in Atlanta right now, so... I'm here for What's it. What's our humidity at? Because it's got to be violent. Probably higher. Well, there's a reason why I decided to go curly hair today, because humidity's got nothing on curls. <laughs> Sex hair for days. I'm a guy with short hair. I have no idea. You could be lying to me right now, and I'm just going to take it as I have fact. an ungodly amount of hair that's been known to eat people on occasion, especially when it's humid. <laughs> so, if you find, like, just a hand coming out, like, just a couple dead bodies falling out... That's when you know it's really Her hair is a bag of holding. <laughs> it and is. There's just people in there. But if you don't get that reference, it's like uh, the purse that Hermione carries in the Harry last two Harry yeah. Potters. Yep. Because I have Peacock and I just found out all the Harry Potter movies are on there. And so what have I been doing the past couple days when I'm cooking dinner? Watching Harry Potter movies. So, did you get Peacock before you got HBO Max? Here's the thing. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know I had Peacock. That was the thing. Oh, okay. Kate had it. That's slightly better. That's better. <laughs> okay. That's much better. It like came with my TV and then Kate up the prescription with the subscription with it. And so now I'm like, it's here. I never would have actually paid for it. Oh, uh, okay. So. Is there anything better than oh, responding to, did you do this instead of that? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the immediate not, no, but no. yeah. It's like why I have Apple Music instead of Spotify. My parents pay for Apple Music. Therefore, I'm going to stick with Apple Music. Yeah. It's just and there. That's fair. Fair. Peacock is just on my TV yeah, and it is paid it. for it. Therefore, I'm going to use it and watch it. And I'm going to use it before HBO Max because I don't have to pay for it right now. Fair. Yep. Uh, oh, man. We're starting strong. So, Absolutely. you're watching Harry Potter. I'm watching Young Justice Season 4. What are you watching? <laughs> I've been watching The Bad Batch. Also, a lot of uh, D&D stuff. Okay. A lot of like, Curse of Straw things. Yeah, well, so our group is, and actually... We'll talk about this more off air, but okay. I'm thinking we add that in as some tie-in content. Maybe. And once we can get a Benny to set us up with some cameras. Could be pretty good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A little yeah. live stream content. Uh, but we are about to start a uh, stride campaign. Hopefully we're able to turn that into content. We've got about two weeks before it really kicks off. Yep. Um, June 6th. Yep. Um, I'm excited. I'm very excited as well. Yeah, I'm also very I'm scared because I told Q's about my character. The first thing he says is, "You die first. So <laughs> that's not. I, a, I'm not. I like your enthusiasm. You're gonna die first. That's very much what it is. It's not. A, I'm gonna kill you thing. It's just that's how it's gonna be. And, <laughs> yet, and yet, I feel like he's cunning. He's gunning. For me. I'm not gunning for you. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But Straub might be. <laughs> it's what my character would do. <laughs> I do have a whole first session fully written out. All right. I'm ready to go with that. Well, I threaten you with this. She dies, Okura comes back. I can't oh. promise anything <laughs> better will happen. I, like, I, I will sacrifice yeah, you. Now. I will kill Okura. <laughs> <laughs> so I made a character during the game. Um, he was a halfling bard named Okur, and he only sang Cardi B songs. No, he only spoke in Cardi B lyrics. Oh, that's yes. true. Yes, yes, that and is true. It took ten minutes for me to want to just, like, gouge my own eyes out. <laughs> it was, it uh, wouldn't have helped. I would have still had to listen to it. Yeah. I don't know. He went for the wrong... <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong organ. Yeah. Let's say appendage. That's not the right word. Uh, is it aesthetically an appendage? I know. You should have gone for the head. Yeah. Step fingers. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, so besides Harry Potter, though, I just have that on, like, when I'm cooking dinner and can't pay attention. Because, like, I got my second dose of the vaccine last week, so I kind of slept the whole next day. So that was just kind of on the background. But I'm watching Castlevania halfway that's, through. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. Yes. Um, I'm halfway through season four. Okay, so, so no spoilers. Uh, so we'll talk Castlevania. Look, it's been a long work week, man. I've had... But, man, it's good. It's so I'm good. Like, that is a top recommend for people listening to this with no spoilers. I very much like how they wrapped it up. And there is a yes. spinoff. This is what I can like, tell y'all without spoiling it for anyone else. I'm on the episode where they've made it back to Alucard's castle. Okay. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at. Is that really halfway? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, they cried oh. a lot. The oh, yeah. Shit fucking picks up <laughs> real fast. But I can tell you this. I'm leaving to go to the beach Wednesday, so I'm kind of mentally checked out Monday, Tuesday, so I will be You'll focused. be done. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'll be done. Actually, no. Okay, never mind. Uh, I was about to suggest something that would be very mean to Q, because Castlevania is something he likes more than even I do, so... Oh. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, oh, we can do our mini episode on that, but that would be... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's something that I know that you want to talk about, so we won't, uh, definitely won't go that route. And I go full Star Wars. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else is going on? Army of the Dead's out. None of us have seen it, I think. No, no but yet. it's on my watch list. Yes. I wanted to go see that in theaters. I think that, especially with a... So, Warner Brothers taking that. This is how you treat a director, right? Netflix reached out to Zack Snyder. They've already approved him for a prequel project, an anime prequel project, because that is like something that Netflix Netflix has gone real deep on the animated cartoon side of things. Because they know what the people want. Well, they're e- what I think it is, they're easier to get a return on. Oh, true. Yeah, it's probably not as much money to make the... Anime, I guess. You're only hiring people to come and do some like, voice, voice acting. acting. Well, yeah. Also, you can draw really cool, badass effects yes. rather than CGI, put them in, have stunt people. Exactly. Have to build sets or, or run space. And right. the difference is, when you draw them, they actually look really cool. As we see when they try to do live actions, it doesn't necessarily pay off. Yeah. In any anime live adaption that has ever occurred... Uh, what I was watching... Oh, Edge of Tomorrow might be the best anime-inspired movie to ever work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and for people who don't know, um, I believe the original anime is called Live, Die, Repeat. Might not be an anime. It might just be a manga, which is basically a Japanese comic. Um, and it is much darker. We always love it. It's much <laughs> darker. Oh, and the new season of Love, Sex, and Robots has come out yet. Haven't oh, watched it yet, though. I did see... Because I showed you all that, right? Yes. yes. I saw that it's been getting pumped on my timeline, and yeah. I'm pretty buck about it, because I like the... Mm-hmm. 
that's a very unique. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, it's all animated, but every episode is a different story, different plot, different animation style. Mm -hmm. So there's an episode for everyone in that. It's literally like having a 20 to 30 minute episode where Netflix went, hey, the theme is robots. Yeah. And they're like, what else do you guys want in it? And they're like, no, 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 you come up with the rest. We've written you a check. <laughs> Take it. Off Take the our money. There's... And you're saying not every episode is about robots. I mean, War Dogs. There's no, that one where it's the uh, werewolves that in the military. Yeah. There's no robots. Yeah. They're, they're there's no kind... love or sex either. I mean, yeah. so it's like. They're, they're all kind of monster of the week, though. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the better. They're all very um, technology, super, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but if you haven't checked that out, not all of them are good, but there's some real hidden gems in it. Yeah. Um, that one with the, uh, the guys in the robot suits. Yeah. Uh, who are protecting the farms. All time. Oh, oh that's yes. a great one. Mm -hmm. oh, that one for the thirty minutes, it gets you. It gets your heart. I know. But I will say, I also love like the really random ones, like the guy who lives in the dump, and the eviction guy comes, and he oh, tells I him the story about, about his buddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That one makes no sense, but I still mm -hmm. low key love that one. It's very uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Uh, Telltale heart. And then you get the dark one where it's um, the the Japanese fox. Yes, that one's and amazing, but I couldn't think of how to describe it in a sentence or less. <laughs> yeah, I got Japanese fox. <laughs> Two words, but, very vague. You'll find exactly. it. Exactly. It's vague. Watch it. Um, it's not what you think. <laughs> what else? Oh, Rick and Morty season five trailer dropped yep. uh, yesterday. Today. Looks amazing. Of course, Rick and Morty. I'm also impressed that they're, they're, I, I still can't believe it's happening, that they're doing more seasons. Dude, like, I know they've got re renewed for 10. Yeah, yeah. They're, Give the I'm people just, what they want. <laughs> I can't believe it's actually occurring. It's been so long, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, I may give you for his birthday a cooler that has a great Rick and Morty mural on it. It's, I'm not done with it. I'm working on this. it. <laughs> I know. My life's been very hectic, but it's, it will be done, and you will have a Rick and Morty cooler for the pool this summer. Let's go. I promise. Um, anything else in news? Uh, I don't know. Like in news. film news? All the above. All the above. Have we talked about John Mulaney leaving his wife for Olivia Moon? Yeah. He, I'm the one who told you that. He got yeah. out of uh, no, a rehab. Show. Oh, no, he's not. He got out of rehab and then left his wife. And, and then his wife got into rehab home. as well. Oh, Jesus. Really? Yeah, I read that whole thing too. Nice. So it sounds like a healthy relationship. Which is sad because I love to stand up on the wife. Yeah. Like, I asked my wife if I could talk about her on the show. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Just don't tell people like you hate me and I'm a bitch. And he goes, the bar is so low. Let me tell you, my wife is a bitch and I love her so much. <laughs> like, I love their stuff. And then I'm like, oh. Now the real question is, who gets the French Bulldog Petunia? I don't know enough about his personal life. <laughs> I just, I love this dog because he you, does. You dove in real deep. You thought you were just sticking your toe in the shallow and you're in the deep yep. now. I forgot how much oh, no. Kate my knows about John Mulaney. Well, my three best friends and I love John Mulaney. <laughs> we saw him in Nashville. Like, we are big John Mulaney fans. We could quote that whole thing word for word. Um, the new in town one. Oh, yes. <laughs> you see a wheelchair on the side of the road. You hope for a miracle? Probably not. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Big fan, big fan. Um, yeah, the only other like current event news thing I know of is that parts of Oregon want to secede and join Idaho to become Greater Idaho. Okay. Uh, and it's I, a majority of Oregon. I <laughs> oh thought that we were going to go with that. We were going to got married in secret. No, I didn't even realize Wait, that. Wait, that happened? <laughs> yeah, she got married. Um, 
I saw I did two types of people out here, guys. I yep. saw a meme where it was like Ariana Grande's wedding dress. It was like a white oversized hoodie, and yeah, because no one knows what she actually wore. So they're making a joke like like there's a whole headline where it's like, did she have a ponytail? These are the questions. Yeah, did she go as the casual outfits that she usually wears? Yes. Just in white. Oh, I think this shocker. Kendall Jenner is trending for cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Kendall Jenner's a uh, cultural appropriation. She made a, she's invested in a tequila company, and in her um, promo video, she was looking very Native American-y. Hmm. Guys, can we just not get offended for like a week? Can we, can we all just Drink like... enough of the tequila, you'll be fine. <laughs> it makes... I mean, like, I'll is say... This, is, is this what people are getting upset over? Yeah. Why? That's jeans because and Because she has dark hair and braids and she's with a horse. Okay. Get the hell out of here. If you're upset by this, I don't want you as a listener. <laughs> and I will say, as someone as someone who spent time on a Navajo reservation, has like a deep like connection with the people, like she's she's just got dark hair and pink tail braids. Like every little girl has had pink tail braids at some point. If if this upsets you, you're putting energy into the wrong places. Yeah. There's way more things, way better things to be upset Your level about. of anger is probably setting you back in life. Yeah. I know this because I am this. <laughs> <laughs> of course I know him. He's me. He's me. <laughs> it's me. Ah, uh, Star Wars reference. I got one in there. <laughs> you tr- we truly get one in every episode. That's interesting. <laughs> and then we get one of those in. Um, Fast 9 has internationally released, it looks like, and it has... Uh, I hope Fast and Furious just keeps going on for like all eternity. Just keeps I, going. I love those. Why not? You're a car dude. I, no, not even for the cars. I just love those movies. Oh. They are so ridiculous and fun. R.I.P. I think they said that hands gonna last or something. Nope. Well, could be wrong. Nope. That. That I, that, I just refuse to believe it. Fair. They have brought back Michelle Rodriguez so many times. They'll find a way. Well, fair. Yeah, yeah. They have brought back two characters from the dead. Like, yeah. But not the main one. No. <laughs> Jesus. That, oh, that, that is a dark place. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Do you remember... Did either of you guys watch Workaholics? A little no. bit. Not regularly. Uh, like a year prior, somebody on that show, they made a joke a joke about, yeah, I met uh, Paul Walker at a set one time. I told him, click it or tick it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. That didn't oh, that that age like milk. No, that's... Yeah. A- that should be a segment on here. Things that have not aged well. That aged like milk outside right now. <laughs> this heat. Oh, man. Oh. Um, so, cover everything we want to on the news? Yeah, I mean... I guess not much else going on. I mean, do yeah. you want to talk about land traffic? Other than that. Almost dying in it three times a day. Oh, I did actually want to say that. On Yes. Um, I almost died three times getting to Jake's place for recording. Woo-woo. Uh, in a span... Of about 600 yards. Some, I turned right onto something because somebody had their right blinker on. like they, and, and we're slowing down. And they proceeded to keep going through the light and nearly slammed into me. Okay. And then somebody turned into a gas station without using their blinker and I nearly slammed into them. Oh. And then when I got up to the light, I was in the far right lane. And the lady in front of me must have not seen me or is just stupid. And proceeded to turn right from the lane one to the left of me. Good. <laughs> With the light yeah. degree. Uh, I don't know. My mom and I always say that people <laughs> should have to retake their driving test every 10 years. Oh my god, it should just be harder. And that. 
I mean, people just don't understand where a blinker is, I feel like. No. Like, it's, it's an extra stick in the car. I don't know what it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried if I pull it, something will break. Yeah. Like, pull the lever, bro. Pull the lever. Oh, God. It's still pissed at Disney for never making that to a ride. I, like, literally, I was five minutes. For, and then when I got to Jake's uh, condo, he's got a gated community with a call box, and the lady in front of me proceeded to try every combination that you can on a dial pad before giving up. And so I was trapped outside just sweating in my car that has very bad AC. <laughs> you bougie bitch. Oh, yikes. Just dying. Uh, but that's Atlanta traffic. Yay. It's the worst. You made it, though. Uh, before we get into the movie today, I uh, want to remind you guys that uh, to call into the hotline at 707-682-9310. Um, and if you enjoy the show, tell your friends, rate, like, subscribe. Do the thing. Do the thing. I, I think you can subscribe on podcasts. You can subscribe. I don't you know can, the liking. You can, write, you can write a podcast. You, yeah, you write it. But I have to give a shout out because I promised him I would yesterday. Hi, David. <laughs> we honestly should just have it in the rundown to shout out David. Yeah, just hi, David. The David show. Mm-hmm. Yes. We so had the Braves game yesterday, which, you know, Braves just dominated this week. It was glorious. Oh, great week for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great week. Good wins for the good guys. <laughs> oh, I will say, though, I, I, I'm not a big sports person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, grew up in the theater. However, Lily and I, our friend Lily, was Lily, David, and I went to the Braves game. The tool race. It is grown men <laughs> dressed as tools and they race. Oh my gosh, the poor drill. They kept pushing the guy in the drill down to the ground, kicking him and then running and then coming back. <laughs> and Lily and I are watching. We were so invested. We're like, get him! Go hammer! Just take him out! Like, it got really intense and really bad. But I was here for it. I was like, this oh, is the sports I want. From the top rope. Absolutely. Oh, it was great though. Oh. The hammer one. The Poor drill just kept, yeah. after the drill kept back up, they just would run back and just knock Statistically, the hammer usually wins, I feel like. I just like how... I have no reason to think that other than the hammers won on, like, the last three games I've been to at Trish Park. Well, no, here's the thing, though. Like, the bucket would have won, but every time the drill guy got up, they would all run back and just kick him and knock <laughs> him back down. <laughs> I don't know what this drill did to piss off the other tools. It's like, that's actually, like, I imagine they actually got into a fight before getting into costume, and, like, that was yeah. unscripted. <laughs> Literally, that's what it was looking like on the screen. One, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, but I, I would watch the heck out of those sports. Um... I got nothing else. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's get into the movie. This might be our show. Hmm? Got any ad reads? Or? Um, yeah, nothing really uh, on the docket, so we'll reach out out Chaley's freelance and gross writing at HTTPS Sports. Uh, they don't need that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like the dad from the Mitchells, the Mitchell's Machines. Can you guess what movie we're reviewing? That movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> If you didn't hear that, that well, was the Mitchells no, versus the Let me read off the website before we move into it. Uh, it is C-A-E-L-I-F-A-I-S-S-T dot com. M-O-U-S-E. I just realized they didn't need the HTTP <laughs> portion of it, because that doesn't do anybody any good. Nope. Um, you know, you're already goofy. You should have just gone with it. You should have just stuck with the goof. Oh, God. I'll give a shout out to Dear Beyond as well, because thank you for helping me make a campaign. <laughs> Oh. Cut the check. Cut the check. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get a sponsorship worked up before Strahd starts. And I'll give a shout out to Chewy. You got a rat. 
I'll give a shout out to Chewy. Thank you for shipping me all my cat stuff so I don't have to remember. And it just shows up my door, food, litter, toys, all the above. Guys, we can't shout things out that aren't paying us. <laughs> we can, yes, but we we're can. just doing it for Because free. I'm hoping that they will eventually come back and then give me all the things for my cats. <laughs> the crackheads. So, as we've said, we're getting into Mitchells and the Machines, which, hot take, might be the best movie so far this year. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't. I didn't think I would. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Doug the Pug stole the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Doug the Pug. He went to Belmont with me. His mom used to make videos of Doug the Pug on my campus before he blew up. Like, Doug's a homie. <laughs> used to see him all around campus just filming little. And I'm not gonna lie, the animators did a really great job capturing the essence of Doug. So, because that's can you guys guess what previous works? Uh, I figure you probably know this already. Yeah. Uh, pointing at Jake, that made for great radio. Yes. Um, who would these guys previously worked on? Kate, do you have any thoughts? Um, I'm looking it up right now. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Take a guess. Think think about what the animation looks like. I'm getting some kind of like comic book thingy in my head, but mm-hmm. you are on the right You're track. On the right track. It's a uh, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Oh, yep. that explains it. Yeah. Sony Animation and, and Gravity Falls. Oh, okay. Oh, I can see that now, too. Yeah. I, not I where you're going with that one. No, I was going to say this is also a Ford Miller production. Uh, did they do Lego, Lego Movie? Yes, they yes. did Lego Movie. And I think they had something to do with uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse as well. Oh, okay. So I could be wrong, but yeah, I had zero expectations going into this movie. The, the connection I got, though, was from when like, they show all the spiders, and then, like they do like kind of like a flip through the comics, and like shows like each spider. That's where I get the connection between the two in the animation. Okay. Like when they introduce like Sp- Spider Pig and Spider Gwen mm-hmm. and yes. Noah yes, Spider Man. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was animation for similar. Uh, this movie, I'm going to give you the tagline from IMDb. A quirky dysfunctional family's road trip is upended when they find themselves in the middle of a robot apocalypse and suddenly become humanity's unlikeliest last hope. I, would- I think that's a pretty... Fair description. And the best thing is this family, like the daughter thing, I'm like, relate. She's a teenager. She's 18. Like, it's not like the normal teenagers they do on this. We're saying, I'm a little quirky, but you know, like, this is. I'm still cool. No, she was like, no, I believe this. I I believe. (laughs) Abby Jacobson plays our female lead as Katie, and very much a coming of age story. And this might be one of the better. This and like Deadpool 2 jump out at me as great reference points for like how to do representation yeah uh because it's not overt it doesn't feel forced it very much it just is and what i love like what i noticed with the family is the dad's white the mm-hmm. mom you don't really know what she is but she's got like a darker skin color mm-hmm. um and then this but it's genetics the daughter has a darker skin color but the son looks super white and like when it comes to genetics you never know what will happen. Right. Like there was an article with this woman and she, her husband's black, she's white and they had a full on white baby and his family made her take like a parentage, like DNA, all this. And she was just genetics. Like he was the dad. It's just, they mixed it in the dad. And you know, when it got mixed <laughs> together, that's what the DNA came up with. Hmm. But I like how it shows that instead of trying to like. Our sex ed talk occurred on uh, Girl Next Door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, just drawing, like, showing, like, the genetic pool, you never know what you're going to get with it. And that's a realistic family. Yes. There's so many great Easter eggs in this movie. So I've already watched it two or three times now. Mm-hmm. Three. Um, <laughs> and, like, there's so many little details. Like, Katie's socks are the print from Stanley Kubrick's The Shining oh. from the hotel floor. Uh, there are movies that are references to real movies. Mm-hmm. And,. All over the place, and you'll have to watch it a hundred times and pause. 
to catch every single one of them because they have such an amount of attention. Like, there's two different kinds of attention to detail, and there's like The Incredibles, where when they zoom in on Bob Parr's face, and you can see like peach fuzz, and then there's attention to detail in this, where like in Katie's room, we know that she does films and movies, and you see props that she uses in those films yeah. and movies on the shelf above her bed, and think you know things mm -hmm. like that. There's callbacks to everything. Every Chekhov's gun has a payoff. Oh, absolutely. This is a masterclass in storytelling to me. And it's so much fun. Yeah. And yeah. then when we got our parents as uh, Maya Rudolph and David Bright, but I'm not going to lie to you. When I found out the dad, the voice was dating, all I could go back to was this is the end. <laughs> and like, Apocalypse Dad. And I was like, huh. Maya Rudolph and Dan McBride and Abby Jacobson are all such killers that... Like, you immediately get, you the very first moment you hear all their voices, you recognize them immediately. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you forget it's them about five minutes later. Yeah. yeah. I kept I kept forgetting that Danny McBride was the, the dad. I kept thinking it was someone else. And mm -hmm. going back, like, no, no, no. It's it's still Danny McBride. Yeah. Yeah. And then with my Rudolph, every now and then, would be rare, but I'd get a uh, hormone monstrous from uh, Big Mouth. Just like a <laughs> moment comparison there. I was like, huh. And you got Michael Rianda as Aaron, the, the younger brother, who also is uh, the director. Is the director, yeah. yeah. Director and writer. Yeah. And then my queen, Olivia Coleman, who is the queen, <laughs> voices our bad guy pal, virtual assistant. Uh, oh, the two robots, Fred Armisen mm -hmm. is a gym. And then Beck Bennett from uh, SNL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the thing, you don't even see, because obviously it's animated, you have these two robots, they don't have any facial expressions drawn on them, and yet you can tell, still tell, like, they got good chemistry, and like how they're being voiced. I was like, they're, because right. you can always tell when someone's trying to be funny, and then when someone's just funny, they're just funny. Well, it's like Robin Williams as a G, he ju he's just yeah, funny. Yeah, he just is hilarious. Like, as an adult, you still find that to be hilarious. 100%. Uh, Eric Andre, great cast in this. The, he, yeah. <laughs> he... How could you say something so controversial yet so brave popped to mind? Like when he would say a couple of his lines? Yes. <laughs> it, the, this cast is very star-studded. Mm -hmm. And I didn't didn't realize that until afterwards. And it's also got some random people in here too, like Blake Griffin as Pal Max Prime. Yep. Yes. He's a basketball player. Conan O'Brien's in this. Yes. I like how he's only the robot what? that does the uh, Delta. Like, on your flight, there are no exits. I didn't pick that up at all. That, so, I have a sister who works in the airline industry. All I could think was, man, Munch is not going to like this scene of the movie. <laughs> oh, but it was very accurate to those presentations. Course, yeah. Uh, and then we have the perfect family neighbors next door, where the husband and wife are played by John Legend and Chrissy Deacon. Yes. This movie, like, has so many... Themes that it gets across: dysfunctional families, co you know, corporate overreach, and and like Silicon Valley bringing about the end of Western civilization. Yeah, it doesn't feel preachy at any point, and it doesn't feel like it really conveys it in a fun way. I'm not gonna lie; I teared up towards the end of this movie. I did too. Mm -hmm. I will say I have one major issue with this movie, mm -hmm. and that is that it honed in on my biggest childhood fear, and those were Furbies. <laughs> I was not okay with the Furby scene. You don't understand. No, you don't understand. As a child, I had a Furby, and the Furby would turn on in the middle of the night and talk to me, and I lived on a lake, and I drowned my Furby in my backyard because it gave me nightmares. So you have this giant Furby yeah. that's like, my children, I shall avenge them. 
the darkness of this. That just happened to be inside of a Furby. Yes. <laughs> and there's a scene where all the Furbies have like a microchip. So they all come to life, but they're literally like the gremlins. Yes, they very much did a gremlins thing. And you could have stuck with just a gremlins thing. And then you had a 16 foot tall giant Furby with laser shooting out of its mouth. Mm-hmm. Who's because literally quoting Children of the Corn going, the dark harvest shall begin. And I'm like, huh. Is it Lord and Miller? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because Lord and Miller just, that's how they roll. How did they get, who at Furby was like, yeah, we'll give you the rights to this. Bro, I we'll let you put this on. Someone blared the shit out of our well, Someone brilliant. And I, we're talking about Furbies right now. Well, let's be real. Here's the thing. I'm like, I'm I'm the one. <laughs> here's the thing, though. You know a millennial was in on this and I wrote it. I'm going to put one in case. I will kill you. So I'll be good at me. All right. Maybe it was a brilliant marketing move. <laughs> maybe that is a 10,000 IQ move. <laughs> you do that, I'm coming for your grill. <laughs> you can try. It is uh, bolted to cement structure. I can make it happen. Well put together, damn it. And it uses a uh, non-slip... Uh, <laughs> Triangle point screwdriver number three or whatever. God, yeah. I thought you were gonna like start just like really bragging about this thing. Really, you guys like, all right, we're getting to the grill segment. Now you're making a reference back. back I like it. I I will say though, like you as a dad would one hundred percent get customized power tools, like 16th birthday anniversary, color coordinated all. Like you get a tool, and it makes the entire family carry it. Like all the family had it. I'm gonna be Rick Mitchell, who's slightly better with his cell phone. Like, at some point. Yes. I, the uh, part where the, he breaks his wife out of the containment thing, and it's like, see, that screwdriver was a good gift. She's like, we're not bringing this up again. Let's Can not re- I love that she, she's like, yeah. Rick, let's not relitigate this. Yes, exactly. Relitigate this. It gave me a immediate flashback to my own family. Uh, my dad got my mom, I think, a dustbuster or a vacuum Christmas oh. one year, and it went poorly. My dad got Karen a, yes, my mother's name is Karen. It's been a tough couple of years for her. Um, got her a printer as an anniversary gift. Mm. That went about as well as y'all think. <laughs> well, someone who got power tools for Christmas from her dad. The great. Right? Yeah, yep. fantastic. For us, I think it works well. I'm happy to get spouse. I, I don't want to think as a spouse, it's one thing. Yeah. Not probably not the best idea. But <laughs> as a kid, I'm like, yes, find me the power tools, give me the thing. So I don't think about them. Yes. I also really liked uh, when the robot takeover began, and you have the perfect family, the posies. The posies, yeah. Like, they're, they're like okay, we've, we've assembled, like, also, I like how they're like, we've prepared for this. What, what have you been doing in your house? Butterfly formation. And they, like, just kick ass <laughs> out, get in the car and drive off, and then they're like, we can do this too. Let's do, and just the amount of fail. I, what I think I love about this, one of the things, I, I love so much about this movie, and this is going to be, like, a staple recommendation for me for a while. Um... The scene, like, you have so much where, like, the posies, they're super prepared. They execute it perfectly. Their dad talks about, and Katie talks about their dad, training them on wilderness survival and trap setting and all this stuff. And everything they try to do that they've practiced, they fail at it first. (laughs) And then, I will say, like, I saw the pal being our villain Pretty early on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially with Freddy. That was like a breeze. That also, was a dead rare. I just love, they just came from Mark, who's our uh, tech guy. He's like, this is a $1,000 hoodie. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, that just... was so relatable to how I feel those people are. Total okay. douchebag, Silicon Valley bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I, I'm, but the biggest threat, she she was right there. Oh, you're silly humanity. Watch what happens when I 
turn off it's the, the Wi-Fi. That's <gasps> really what would happen to a lot of people. Probably. I do like the uh, not really subtle reference to Hal uh, from yes. Space Odyssey. Uh, and who, what was there? Mark, it was like Mark Bowman, I think is the full name of uh, Eric Andre's character. And <laughs> it's a play on the guy who made Hal. Oh yeah, like Incredible. it's a double reference. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, what else is there? Oh, I love that Katie mm-hmm. did not know how to interact with the world without making it a movie reference. Yes. When they talked about their their plan to save the world, she did Road Warrior. She and Abed from Community would have gotten along very well. I believe you're absolutely correct. Um, however, I do like that we have the, one of my favorite moments is after they defeat the Furbies. And she's like, oh, it'd be really great if you could walk out slow-mo, fire in the back. And mm-hmm. the dad's like, that's completely pointless and useless. And then it just fades to them actually doing it. They burned down a mall. <laughs> the Furbies must die, Cusick, at all costs. We also get, there are so many references to the mother having, like, rage issues yes. throughout the movie. There are, when they, when Pal pulls up all of their insecurities, one of them is anger issues, it's over the mob. When they're walking away from the mall, we get the samurai reference because the song playing is Battle for uh, Battle Without Honor or Humanity from mm-hmm. Kill Bill. Um, but not from, it wasn't made for Kill Bill. It actually was made prior to that. But Western audiences all know it from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's so alluded to before it happens. Uh, I'm also a big fan of our uh, unlikely duo that joins the family. Eric and Deborah bought 500. <laughs> 5,000, yes. 5,000. I just like how you have Eric, who's the more put together one, mm-hmm. who's like, I am Eric. I am not a robot. I am human. Look at me go. And then my name is also Eric? No. No. De- 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 Deborah bought, bought 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, God, man, really? Like, it's just, it's perfect. Oh, it's fantastic. And they join the family. And I like what I think. It's a ridiculous movie, don't get me wrong. Like, it's a ridiculous movie. But I love the ridiculousness of it. Like, the fact is, without their pug, they would not have been able to complete this mission. Yes. And why? It's because the robots could not figure out if this pug was a dog or a pig, and they malfunctioned. Dog, pig, that, dog, pig, yeah. loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, like, but that's how they get through all the robots. Like, not like, oh, something cool, like, we're gonna plug this in, and they're all gonna, like, go down, because the Wi-Fi's down, and we're gonna, like, karate chop our way through. It's like, pug. Yeah. The ending scene with them flying through the air as a family is maybe the most fun I've had in an animated film, in any film, really, in so many years. Like, it gave me immediate Incredibles vibes. Yeah, but, so, but somehow, like, more fun. Yeah, like, yeah. When, when they first start working together as a team when they land. Yes. Yes. And then, we'll but somehow, it, like, dialed that up to 11. It was yeah. final tap on yes. me. Oh, yeah, I mean... The Incredibles are like semi-serious in this. This is all just funny, like, yes. for laughs. Yeah, it's it almost good with it. Um, I will say, though, like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, if my dad had decided, you're going to miss your college orientation and, like, going to dorm and, like, flying all the way across country, we're going to road trip the day of. Like, I, I'm pissed. <laughs> like, I'm missing orientation. I'm missing, like, I'm finally going to college. And I'm missing, like, all the parties and the meeting people. Like, I'm already socially sentimental. Well, and what I think a great, great reference in this movie to me that I walked away with uh, was I was like, man, like, because it's calling out FOMO culture. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I immediately was like, man, she thinks she's missing out her whole co- uh, college career because she's going to miss those first couple of days. And like, thinking back, 
I don't know what I did except for the very first day. Uh, just because, you know, you remember moving and stuff. Yeah. Like, there is nothing discernible that I took away from the first two weeks of college. No. Oh, the first, first week was not a great week for me in college. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell that story on no. this podcast. But also, for someone who went to, like, a music art school that does, like, film music or everything, the cool thing for us is when everyone moved in, they'd be like, okay, in room 403, we have drum sets. Do we have a guitar? We got a guitar on the fifth floor. Like, and then everyone would just... Figured out where we did. That's why now we played music together. And like, what's your major? You're in the theater. Okay, we got the actors over. Like, it just so for me, like those couple days were awesome because then we all like just room hop to figure out what, what do you got? You got here? You got this? Okay, cool. We can pull. We got a Jamaican band over here. We got the country band there. Like, let's round it up, guys. That sounds like chaos. I know. But that's what made it so fun. I was in an apartment style dorm, and I don't think I knew anybody except for the people I lived with. And. Boy, I had one reclusive roommate who was, like, true pre-crime. That, yeah, so for me in college, we determined like, to do a little uh, oh, my, research. My roommate has the, the PS2, so you can play Star Wars Battlefront and all the fun and old games. Another room had two guys that were uh, a little odd, a little odd there. It's fine. Uh, one guy we did call uh, Blonde Jesus. Uh, long blonde hair, a little Did he, uh, did you see him in a mirror reflective thing? Were you looking in a mirror when you guys come up with the name for this? No. Hmm. No. We came up with this not with him around. Because <laughs> that was mean. We were assholes. You did not give a reference at all, did you? No. No, I didn't. I'm calling you blonde Jesus. Oh, no, 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 Looking no, in the mirror. No, yeah, did you look in no. the mirror you call it? Uh, he has long, long blonde mm-hmm. hair. and Yeah, I, I get what you're mm-hmm. saying now. Mm-hmm. No. No, 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 no. You're getting there. Um... Yeah, we determined who had some fun games and who was socially capable on the hallway. That was our time. There we go. Um, also, when you're 18, though, you're so excited to go to college. Yes. Especially for her. Like, she found her people. Like, she yeah. didn't have people before. Um, I will say one of the most relatable moments, I personally feel, was the little brother finding his perfect girl. She's like, dinosaur. She said, do you want a dinosaur cap, too? Because it does a dinosaurs. And just, I hate dinosaurs. I hate you. You don't see me again. Bye. Runs to a wall. <laughs> also, is his next door neighbor. Yes. But apparently, the they've part. never talked. Yeah. I oh, outstanding scene in this movie is when going back to when they're executing the move because this is kind of in the same like uh, setting uh, is when they're executing the escape maneuver and the son runs into the dad's back and he just I was like oh he'll knock him over slams his face into the door. <laughs> oh, I. God. I don't think I've laughed at lo- out loud in a movie since Hobbs, was, Hobbs and Shaw was the last movie I probably laughed out loud in, like, unexpectedly. Yeah. Uh, and this got me. Yeah, this movie definitely got me with a lot of, lot of like, out loud laughs and, like, mm-hmm. belly busters. My, I think my only gripe is that it felt like two hours for me. I will It's a two-hour-long movie. Yes. And I feel like they could have streamlined parts of it. Like, make the uh, gas station seen part of the mall scene like combine those two somehow i think it definitely it's a long movie but i also feel like every minute's earned i didn't feel like it was like like it was a two-hour movie that felt like two hours it was not a two-hour movie that felt like three hours you know what i mean that's true i don't know how to describe that in better words yeah i think we made it so there's also all the relatable moments that people can connect to so i'm gonna watch i'll I'll really relate to our uh, villain pal and she's like Put me on the table so I can roll around in violent, blind rage. <laughs> and she just like is vibrating, like flipping, like, oh my god, like flipping on the table. I was like, I'm not a cell phone, but I relate to this. Uh, well, one of the, like, 
we've talked a lot about how fun this movie is, and like, if you really think about the threat in this uh-huh. movie, it, it's very dark. There, mm. the parents get taken. Everybody's about to get fired into space, and there's that one scene where they retreat and the sister and the brother regroup, and like, it's a real bleak scene. Also, <laughs> got all the humans in the world are rounded up, put in pods, are gonna be blasted into space. Yeah, <laughs> the stupid then, airline thing. The destination's the bleak void of space. space. So my favorite thing about that was like life without humans, and it's just little toasters going on the yeah. line, just popping toast. Oh, I did I laugh. I did room. laugh at the toaster, and then she goes, "Your toast." The the Roombas always the being, Roombas? being the shit into the joke. Oh, the room got, got me. me so good. <laughs> Holy shit. We have been called into battle. Oh no, oh no, oh no, this is humiliating. Uh, it did give me a lot of like Wally vibes though in the mall scene. Again, yes. the little toaster I shows did, up. I did get very wa- and, Wally vibes. And you know, I love the pun. The toast shoots up and goes, Your toast. And you're like, What? And then it shoots up and there's an arrow. And then it's all like the appliances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very Wally in ways. I was like, God. Jesus. I have a washing machine coming for me. Ugh. Again, I love that all the freezers. All the freezers were like, freeze, 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 carnage. Question though, these robots are very like smart, highly evolved, like they got a lot of skills. So when they were like trying to find humans, why could they not see them in the ice thing? Like, I feel like that. Uh, They might have been doing like a thermal detection in the ice. But they just hopped in there. So I feel like. Yeah, so it'd be a cold machine. Maybe it looks a little warmer, but. I'm trying to like how much scene we're talking about. When they're at the gas station, uh, everyone's been taken except for them, and they do a flyby. There's zero humans here, but they're just hiding in place. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing questionable. What are we writing this? (laughs) Um. Oh, I might give it a. I give it a eighty-five. Uh. Humans and pods with Wi-Fi out of a hundred. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give it 88 malfunctioning robots trying to figure out if Mochi is a pig or a dog or a little rat. <laughs> I'm gonna give this 89 stick shift lessons vouchers out of a hundred. You are such a dad. <laughs> you have such a dad vibe. He's not even a dad, but he just has dad vibes. Dad and car guy vibes. <laughs> Rick Mitchell, what can I say? I relate. <laughs> Were they good? What, did he do correct cart or correct stick shift lessons? Yeah, they weren't bad. Right. Like, if you want to, you got to take the different coffee. kinds of annual transmissions. Tra- ah. So yes, like for some part. Oh, that's another Easter egg I wanted to point out. His car brand was a sturdy, and the model was sensible. So he had a sturdy, sensible car. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Uh, oh my gosh. Damn. That now puts the uh, the Mitchell's versus the Machines in our top ten. Yes. Top number ten. I think it's a very well-earned spot. Fair. I, I agree. Um. Well, I don't. I don't have anything else. How about you guys? No. no that's it no, for me. No critiques or anything. All We were going to. I know we had talked about doing Mega Mind for this episode, but this came out and. SEO demanded we do it first, so we will be doing Megamind next week, and probably Army of the Dead upcoming very shortly as well. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. With that, we'll see you guys next time. Back up up.